here we are. Another week. Here we are. We're on. We are on. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> we are on 53. <laughs> Welcome to the JSM Podcast, <laughs> where we desire to see everyone living in a healthy relationship with the Lord and with each other. And um, we're in episode 53. Today, 53. 53. <laughs> um, today. <laughs> We are going to be talking about adjusting after saying the yes when it's uncomfortable. Um, I'm Joanna. I'm here with my husband, Ben. This topic he picked. So I told him, I said, you are leading out on this one, not me. I <laughs> yeah. said, it's all you. He looks at me usually when I do things like this to me. He's like, are you, are you for real? Wife, I'm like, sure am. Go. Yeah. After you say something like that, I'm like, point of no return. <laughs> He's like, I'm never suggesting another topic. Can't Cassandra ever. suggest another one this week? <laughs> it's well, okay. Dang it. <laughs> I put her on the spot. See, these are the moments when I like, I'm like. Spot is right. Spotlight. I know. But at the end of the day, I, I'm heading the ministry. Yes. And part of my job is to challenge growth. Right? Right. And to delegate so everything's not on me. Yes. See? <laughs> Suckers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I am now considered delegated. But I, I mean, I think I do a good job at like pushing. Yeah, you do. You do a really good job. <laughs> of, like, good. Be like, yeah, you do. Like, no, you do a good job about challenging. And because <clears throat> you want to see others grow. Yes. Yes. And I get that. And I tend to shrink up like a little you turtle. You do? Somewhat, when I'm not being run over by a bus. Yes, I do. Oh, am I the bus? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. No. Everybody's like passive aggressive. Are we? I know. You know. I usually throw myself under the bus. Um, but yeah, no. Well, and in in my in my defense, part of part of my gifting being as apostolic as I am, is I mean, and part of that is seeing like who people are in like their fullness and and all of their gifting and who they can be yeah. and people don't realize it eats me up inside it's like um inside there's just this calling like god's like hey this is what they're supposed to and and so if y'all would get on it he'd stop whispering in my ear and i could go take a nap <laughs> like so <laughs> i love that if y'all would just get on it yeah know. and so it's like i and i've realized too through the years and as of recent is because because of my gift i do see a lot of people in their fullness of who they are yeah um and so so there's my five cents defending myself on pushing everybody <laughs> everywhere all the time um well to go into the delegation part of it i i picked this topic because after talking about what we discussed last week which is saying yes even when it's uncomfortable Right. It got me thinking a lot about those times when I've been challenged to say yes, even when it's uncomfortable. And what that looks like in the next steps. Because <clears throat> you say yes to the uncomfortable and you're like, okay, yes, I did it. Lord, I'm going to say yes. And it's not like that's the end of your journey. <laughs> right. That's so funny. It's like, I'm here. Oh my gosh, there's goblins like, and things. No sucker. This is the beginning yeah, of the journey. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. It is. The yes is only the beginning. Yeah. And and much of the 
the road ahead is unknown. My mind instantly goes to one of the words I got one year was all about Jumanji. And, um, and one of the things during that time that like the Lord had showed me is they didn't get the next part of the map until they finished the part of the map that they were on. And the next level isn't always the same as the previous. Cause like when the, the, which technically would have been the third one, but the second of the new ones, you know, they went back in the game. They're like, oh, this is be easy. We've done this before. And it was different and it was called next level. Yeah. And, um, and so <clears throat> our walk with God, like we dive in as an adventure, like, and everything is not like it was before. Mm-hmm. And yes, you get to use some of the skills and the, and the thinking and the process that you have, but it's like, it's not the same. See, look at me. I'm doing a movie like Reverence. I like know. You're like Indiana wow. Jones over there. Like, <laughs> um, But that's that's very much what it is. The yes is only the start. And after that mm-hmm. is, the, is the actual adventure, like choosing to go into the game, you know, like, but that's, that's only the beginning. It reminds me of something that I said to actually my students just today. It was you're at the beginning of the adventure mm-hmm. you know and that's it's it's cool to think about you're like okay i'm at the cool i'm at the part of the adventure but honestly i think of <clears throat> you may not get this reference but it's at the very beginning of the very first zelda game that was ever made for nintendo okay you push the start button you you put in your name and then the screen just goes and then you see you mm-hmm. and you got nothing you got no <laughs> weapons you got no shield. You don't mm. even know where you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have a map. You have no clue. Um, oh, man, I'm trying to get the exact quote down. But he says, uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Mm. And to me, that's a lot of what God has been speaking to me. about going but if i'm not if i don't go to where i'm supposed to go first right i am not going to be prepared for like you said what'd you say like the 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 different levels yeah and the different parts of the map no it's true and it makes me think of like like you were saying from the beginning where it's like okay i said yes and and we feel like that's that's the end of it like yeah it's like, like that's the ultimate like okay god i'm gonna do it i finally said yes and it's like okay now you got 10 year journey ahead of you what, right. what if it is a 10 year journey ahead of you and so <clears throat> in adjusting norms i thought a lot about okay adjusting my expectations right adjusting myself to pay attention to my physical body my mental state, emotional state, spiritual state, like paying attention to those things, telling myself, like if I'm adjusting from as an example, from one job to another job, Mm -hmm. your body feels a huge transition. Yes. And um, things like that, you know, you have to become, you have to pay attention to those things because that's going to tell you adjusting to new norms. Right. And that, um, and I think the other thing going back to your Zelda reference, um, is that I think allowing God to lead our steps, like 
as we move into spaces because sometimes i think when even when we say yes when it's uncomfortable we have this idea in our mind of like what it's going to be like or what the journey is and we don't stop and sit down and ask god like what he's doing and saying and like slow ourselves down at the pace that he's called us to um in the process that he 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 is calling us to in the midst of like whatever we're partnering and doing with him there's also this process that he's like working within us and and how we miss out on that when we don't slow down and how often too like we talked about saying yes when it's uncomfortable um we can spend a lot of time just being angry or throwing a fit that everything is not how we have planned how we thought things should go this is not how i wanted it to go if i hadn't <laughs> if i knew that this was, was if i knew this is what it was going to be like i wouldn't have said yes to begin with yes and i and i <clears throat> and so much of like after the adjustment is is in prayer like okay god i said yes these things are happening i thought it would be like this and it's not yeah. like this it's like you know and spending that time of of in prayer of asking God, like what he wants to do, like what, what was the, his intention or his plan or his purpose in, um, in all of this. And, and that's where I think a lot of Christian walks stop. Cause a lot of times, you know, we have people who stop, but they never say yes. You know, they never step out into like the unknown. And then you have those that say yes, and then they stop there because things didn't go how they planned and right. things don't get fulfilled. And it gets more and more narrow when you get into those that actually say yes and continue forward in what's uncomfortable and continuing to seek God about his intention and his purpose and allowing him to lead and, and guide their steps as they continue forward because it, it my mind instantly goes to scripture where you see like each person I say, I, I say the reason why I think God revealed things was multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Like when we look at Joseph, who's given this dream and then tossed in a pit. I think, I think it was twofold. I think God was like, here's a promise. I know things are about to fall apart. Hold on to this. And second, mm-hmm. Hey, if you really want to walk it out with me, this is what can happen. Right. And I think there's, there's invitations that God gives us in our life. And so Joseph's given this dream and all the stuff falls into a pit. Well, Joseph could have spent the rest of his life frustrated. And I guarantee you during that time, he was seeking the Lord and, you know, in the different moments of the different things that happened and probably asking God about the process of the fulfillment of the things that were spoken in order to arrive at the fullness of the destination of what he was called to. And, and how often we say yes and we go out with our plan or we say yes and we're like, well, nothing's working out. And so people quit, they stop, <clears throat> um, things don't get fulfilled. But a lot of that moment, like right after we say yes, it's continuing the conversation. Okay, Lord, what is your plan in this? Right. What is your design in this? <clears throat> what do you want me to see? What do you want me to learn? How are you preparing me for the fulfillment of all of the things that you've said? You know, when you were talking about Joseph, <clears throat> I was also thinking about Moses and the very same thing when he was confronted at the burning bush and he said yes to God and there was a continuing conversation Mm -hmm. and I'm sure like honestly like in that moment I know Moses didn't like you're gonna have me take them through the what see 
Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And like right now, God has me going through, starting to go through studying the life of Joshua, Old Testament Joshua, and just kind of what his life looked like in leading up to the mantle of leadership being placed on him. And I think of the very same thing. There's that continuing <clears throat> communion between him and God. And I think like, I think back to when we moved here, I think I, I, I did that in, 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 in fits and spurts. Is that the terminology fits and spurts? And Thankfully, I know God's grace covered, uh, you know, a lot of things, but I found myself at the very beginning going, this is definitely not what I expected it to be. I said, yes. Shouldn't things be great since I said yes? Mm-hmm. Which is like, not that they are going to go bad if you say yes, you know, and it's kind of like that Chris Volaton quote of, you know, what if God, yes, what if God, yes. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, the... I think I look back on just that one yes that I said and in leading to one job to another job and to this place to that place and how looking back, man, things would have been better if I had just continued to have that continual speech with God, that continual communion with him instead Mm. of fits and spurts, things would have been easier. I, I agree. Yeah, as you were along <laughs> for the ride in the passenger seat. She's like, yeah. As, yeah. I, as I sat on the other side in observation, yes, things would have been way easier. Yeah. Like, But I think that's an important thing for us to talk about is I think a lot of times we make the process way more difficult than it needs to be. That's like my middle name. Well, it's you said it. a long middle it. name, but. You said it not. I me. told you I'd be throwing myself under the bus. <laughs> go, turtle, go. Um, <laughs> but I'm like. But it's true um, that that we do often because we walk in with our expectations and our idea of like how things should be and look like, and and then when they don't line up, you know, there's just that that moment of fit and and struggle. And my big thing is about wrestling through the process with the Lord, like yeah. if of letting them know moments you're frustrated or things are not going as planned or asking for his perspective or things like that and staying in continuous connection with him like throughout the whole entire time not just like once a week every two weeks every so often but like daily moment by moment like being in connection with him um consistently constantly And in that, we have a lot more clarity and direction and understanding of what God's doing and what he wants to teach us um, in preparing us for the place that we're going to be in. So it's like, so we go back to Joseph or Joshua or Moses or anyone, and you look at like the process after them saying yes, and everything they went through prepared them for the position. Like right. that God ultimately had them in. Right. And, and none of us get to escape the process. Like it would be great. Right. And I don't, I don't think we spend enough time um, 
congratulating those who stick it through the process like mm, because true. we look at it and sometimes it looks really messy <clears throat> and we can become so critical of people well, maybe you're not supposed to do this or maybe something's wrong with you or maybe god's not with you or maybe blah 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 right and i'm like but no like a lot of times it means god's right in the middle of it because he's refining and working and like doing things and and so part of mm. that adjusting is allowing God to move and shape within us what needs to be shaped so then that that so that we can stand in the position that he's called us to and allow that process. So I think the big thing, you know, going back to our reason why we, you know, our topic was like I think after we say the yes, it's like, okay God, now what? Yeah. What's next? What do you want me to see? What do I need to learn? What do I what what are you doing? What are you saying? And, and then, you know, and then one of the things you talked about, like self-care and taking care of ourselves and, um, and that all of those parts matter to the Lord in that entire process. Cause like, I look, there are all of our yeses and all of our needs mattered to God, like yeah. every single one of them, all of the things, you know, when we <clears> said <throat> yes to our daughter having a house, you know, going, where are we going to live now? You know, our family's grown and it's growing and what are we going to do? And right. God God cares about all of those needs, but I know it was through prayer and seeking his face each step as we walked through the different journeys or coming out here and like things like that being like, okay, Lord, like what next? Like, okay, we said yes. And now this is happening. This is happening, you know, and like right. seeking his face for, for direction and understanding, yeah. um, to know where to step next and what to do. It's like, you know, we look at when we took on our daughter and the house that God gave us like was hidden for us. Yeah. Um, we just got a crazy story about that one. Yeah. yeah. And and it's just like, God cares about our self care. Like, and he cares just like a parent about our overall care, our overall growth um, about each aspect um, matters to him because he is good. <laughs> just like your kids, you know, like we talked about before, you look at them and, you see all the areas in their life they need to develop in right. order to arrive at the space that they're supposed to be in. Right. Man, that just gets me thinking a lot about all that whole journey mm -hmm. that we were on. Um, <laughs> um, way back when I had my very first teaching job, I don't know if you remember, um, they had us going to regular meetings uh, outside of the, the classroom because the whole district was on like a, an improvement track and whatnot. And we always had this one training center we went to. And it was back in the day when there were the large poster boards on the sticky poster boards and they would rip one off and put it mm -hmm. up here. They don't do that anymore. Everything is digital. Everything's digital. Except for in my office. That's true. I have, you have the original I do too. have those. I know. And the JSM office. How there's 20th like, century of you. There's like big post-its all over the walls. Like that's where Joanna sits down and shuts out all of her stuff and Give sticks her to the wall. And she's yeah. good. <laughs> But continue on. Um, and I remember just, I don't know why this memory just stands out so much. Because whenever we had these meetings, which was very regularly throughout the school year, they would always put on the board norms, meeting norms. And um, in the very beginning, okay, I'm going to be like, I don't know what a norm is. What the heck? I don't understand. But as I came to understand, it's like, okay, we need to have a talk. Here's the expectations. Hmm. 
the trainer knows the ground. They know what they're going to be covering, how long they've been covering it. We know it's from a meeting from eight to three, but we don't know anything else. So it's starting the conversation and continuing the conversation of, okay, bathroom was always first. Like you're allowed to go to the bathroom anytime you need to. If you need to take a phone call back in the days before smartphones, if you need to take a phone call, step outside, that kind of thing. And I don't know, that just got stuck with me so much when I was thinking about this topic. Mm-hmm. Because as you've been been talking about, it's that continual conversation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I just keep coming back to that. It's that continual conversation that the Lord knows, just like a parent knows, mm-hmm. you know. And but the child doesn't. Mm-hmm. The child doesn't see it, doesn't know what to expect yet. But you're like, I know what to expect, you know. Let's go on this journey. Let's talk. Here's what I want you to do when this happens. And we, we don't know those things unless we have that open line of communication. And I'm, and I'm very aware of that. Like a lot of people their you know, their connection with God is not in that space. And that, that is like, I think our big heart behind the ministry as a whole is that people are living in a healthy relationship with the Lord. Like, living in connection with him, like where they do hear from him and they are aware of what he's doing and saying, and like are sitting in relationship with him like that are not sitting, um, at a distance. And that was very much, you know, we talked about in the Psalm study, um, was 16 was just like that desire, you know, for us to be in a space where we know God so intimately, where, you know, like in Psalm 16, where we can praise and sing about the goodness of God, because that is what we're experiencing in our life. Um, But when we're sitting on the outside, we can't even begin to experience all the things I'm talking about. Like, we just can't. We're like, what? You can know God like that? And a lot of times people don't believe that you can, but you can. And we look and people are like, (laughs) but that's unscripture. I'm like, no, it's not. It's all throughout scripture. Old Testament, New Testament, you know, you look at New Testament being led by the Holy Spirit, like consistently in connection with what God's doing and saying and and partnering with the Lord and fulfilling the things that God has called us to. And that's the the intimacy of relationship that God wants us to have with him. And so it's like after that, yes, of uncomfortable that's when the real work begins. That's when mm. the real relationship happens. That's when the real things happen is like in that moment of like the day to day in connection and relationship with the Lord. Like that's the, re- that's the real stuff right there. Mm. No, I love it. I, <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> I don't. And so it's just, it's, it's living with him day to day and realizing that a lot of times the yes, leads you to some really foreign territory and yeah that the only way to make it and to go out is is to really connecting with the lord and learning and growing and sometimes that's like the real tangible stuff like reading leadership books and doing things like that and preparing and going to counseling sometimes you know and it's doing those things of partnering with god in whatever process that he's called you to those are the tangible things sometimes god's Mm -hmm. like I want you to eat better. I need you to prepare for blah, blah, blah. I want you to, I want you to go to counseling. There's some healing you got to do in order to 
arrive at this place that I'm calling and preparing you for. Like sometimes God calls us into the things that are not what we realize. Like I think I had a conversation actually the other day with somebody. I was like, God's God's doing things and removing things in my heart that I didn't even realize were there that needed to be removed right. or to happen. And I said, right. he's so unkind. but that he knows the preparation and the things that I need in order to arrive, to be in the destination that he's called me to. And if I'm not sitting in relationship with them, if I'm not sitting there with the map with him, if I'm not sitting there, you know, in that new level with him and asking him, okay, where do I go next? I'm I'm not going to be ready when I get there. Right. And I'm, and for some, you might not ever get there. And, and that's what, that's what's sad. Um, and so I think I want to just like speak a word of encouragement, you know, for somebody who's standing there in the middle of their yes, you know, and they've said it and they're in the middle of the process and they're looking around going, what, <laughs> huh? None of this makes sense. So if I would have, you know, yeah. do not lose hope. Do no. not lose hope. Keep going, like keep following, keep pursuing, keep listening, keep hearing from, keep receiving, like don't quit don't quit like keep going and and how important that is because i look at all the uncomfortable yeses and all the yeses we say and i would not change any bit of the world that god has brought into our lives because of all of our yeses in all the moments it would have been easier to pack our bags and go back or to quit or just say forget this this is so hard and I'm glad. I'm so thankful for every yes and and walking out the process and you know and sitting here again at a million yeses later and and another process of like going through another level of walking with the Lord in partnership and seeking him and adjusting into a space that he has called me to. And I'm glad. I'm glad I said yes. Has it been easy? No, not one iota. No one it has been so <laughs> difficult and so stretching, but like, I'm glad I did it. You know what? I also want to pass on something that I think I need to speak over this. And it is don't look around at other people during this time. Right. Focus on your relationship with the Lord. Because yes. I, I can say for me, I, I've done that. I've looked around and I've, I've, well, these people are doing it crazy. So maybe I'm just crazy or, you know, I, I think of that scene in <clears throat> facing the giants when the football player is blindfolded and he's right. asked to like, okay, just keep crawling and do, right. do the death crawl. Right? right. And it is, he ends up way farther. He does the whole field. Doesn't even think that he did that. I can speak for me. I've done it without being blindfolded. And I didn't make it very far, you <laughs> yes. know, and I, 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 I just want to encourage those people, maybe like you said, who are at the yes moment have said yes. And they're like, ah, right. Right. Put on the blindfold, concentrate on your relationship with the Lord. Don't look to the left or to the right. Just yeah. go, just go. Yes. That's a powerful truth. You can't compare your stories because you don't know where people are in their process and you yes. don't know if they ever, ever even said yes. Like, yeah. um, yes, do not, do not look around. Yeah. Um, no. Close your ears to it too. Yeah. Just keep your eyes on the Lord and keep, yeah. keep crawling. <laughs> cause there's, there are very real moments cause there's a lot of crawling. Yeah, can you imagine Jesus going, you can, you can keep going. You can. Yes. It's a very real struggle. <laughs> Um, 
we're going to finish here for today. I hope that everybody is just blessed um, and encouraged um, to step out. If you're in the middle of something to keep going. Um, so thank you for joining us this week. Check out JoannaSnow.com. If you feel led to give, um, you can do so on there. And we will see you all next week. Connection makes us stronger.